comic book pit. Okay. Because um, with Doomsday Clock, uh, they're both gonna like end at the same time. Well, that's why I'm wondering like what's. I think it might be a little bit more than them saying, "Well, we're trying to make the art perfect." Because supposedly Heroes in Crisis and Doomsday are supposed to be like the, oh, and then this will be uh, yeah, the setup for what yeah, the nothing next, will ever yeah, be the same again. Nothing will ever, which they say every <laughs> three minutes. But um, it's it's been it's nine issues out of twelve. Yeah, and. Um, and and wait for nothing's for happening. Doomsday, or? doomsday for doomsday okay. and, and, and heroes is seven out of nine right now yeah okay which is curious yeah yeah i don't know um yeah if we talk about that a little bit i'll, I'll we might as well just go into it I, I'll, I'll just we'll just keep going i'll just do a quick introduction uh, <laughs> this is a good conversation so why you know why stop it this is the comic book pit uh podcast this is episode 310 I'm your host Dan, and uh, with me on the uh, the uh, beautiful purple couch <laughs> in the uh, amazing Sorgatron Media Studios is our friend Jeremiah. Hey, and we got Link in the corner there. Hello, and uh, so we're talking about uh, how basically nothing's going on in DC's two biggest <laughs> events right now, um, and and. Well, I've, I've basically on. given up on both. I, I started out smart strong. Move. It's, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I read the first three issues of each, yeah. and then I've just tapered off because I, I think I figured out, like, okay, nothing's happening. Yeah. Well, that's the difference between you and I is that <laughs> I live uh, on disappointment. Like, that's what gets <laughs> me going. It's the reason why I'm still um, – it's the reason why I saw Batman versus Superman on, on opening day and still have yet to see Shazam because it sounds like that's actually doing well. Oh, it's good. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I have hopes and dreams, and I guess – I don't know. I'm really optimistic. <laughs> like the opposite. I'm just like We're, maybe something will happen. Yeah. We're all very sad people yeah. right now. <laughs> Maybe if I just buy 12 issues of this book, there'll be a payoff. <laughs> maybe, or or maybe uh, I can commiserate and like, you know, oh, it sucks everywhere. Even these yeah. industry giants don't know what they're doing. Yeah. It's okay. Well, <laughs> well, is it? Okay, okay. Is it just me or I feel like, okay, so I, I don't know what you guys uh, subscribe to on your various like yeah. social media feeds and such. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only comic book news feed I might subscribe to now is just Newsarama. Um, mm-hmm. That's a good one because I feel like that's the least offensive as far as ads and pop ups and crap like that. Yeah. Um, or or like the fake kind of like um, the the amount of times I've uh, that someone has popped up and said, um, uh, oh, um, like the the headline would say like Robert Pattinson um, is Batman, and oh, you go right. what, and you click on it, it goes. Is what they would say yeah. if yeah. And here's a boss logic uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Photoshop to yeah. yeah yeah well so so 
I, I, I feel like I, I don't even like open these up anymore because I, I feel like uh, I'm almost getting like trolled by like the onion or something. It's like <laughs> I, I, at least once a week I see uh, a headline that says Doomsday Clock push back three weeks. Doomsday oh, yeah. Clock oh, wow. push yeah. back a month. Doomsday yeah. Clock push back six months. Well, here's like, the problem with that though is that those are not. Like when when they say that, because again, uh, I'm I'm attempting to read the series uh, as much as they're trying mm-hmm. to thwart me at every turn. When they're saying that, the crazy thing is that they'll say it's been pushed back for three weeks, and then three weeks later they say it's been pushed back a month, and we're still talking about the same issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's not like a oh pushed back three weeks and then they release an issue. Well, the next one's been pushed back. Yeah, a no, month. it's it's, it's a, the same. So yeah, it's it's totaling up pretty fast. To, so, uh, so so there's so there are two big events that they're both sucking wind, but for different reasons. Right? Yeah, yeah. So like Doomsday Clock is just like not coming out. Amped, just, <laughs> just not coming out. And Heroes in Crisis. It just sucks. Dra- I don't want to say it sucks, or it's just like it's dragging. Re- it's just dragging its feet. I don't Company know why it's crisis. nine. Yeah, I don't know why it's nine <laughs> issues long. Um, yeah. and if you asked me what happened in any issue, I would just give you a blank stare and be like, "Uh, some people well, got murdered, and the they're thing. still like, trying to figure out who it is." I, I but there's no like, there's a mystery to be solved, but there's no clues ever well, been given. That's exactly what's going on with Doomsday. Uh, what we said right before we we started recording was that the last time I was on this uh, this program was back in October, mm-hmm. and um, only two issues of this <laughs> monthly series yeah. has uh, have been released since then, and it's it's issue number nine out of twelve, and the whole point of it is them saying we've got to find Doctor Manhattan, and it's it's the ninth issue, and they've just found him and he just kind of uh, they all flew to mars they did a total yeah. recall where everyone just said get your ass to mars in a text <laughs> message and they all went there and he goes oh that's kind of interesting and blows up a green lantern lantern because he wants to figure out how it works and then guy gardner punches him in the face because of course he does he's guy gardner <laughs> and um and nothing happens there felt like no stakes it's every every single dc hero is on Mars, all trying to one one v one. Yeah. Um, I feel like Doctor Manhattan, and I feel nothing. Uh, I feel Sounds like, like a Dragon be... Ball Z episode. No, that's what it is. It's <laughs> Dragon Ball Z because it's these long periods of nothing, and they're like, "Don't worry, the next issue's coming out," and that's it's 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 just nothing. The original Watchmen, each individual yeah. issue stood alone. You right. could essentially kind of read issue three and have a complete told story within that time frame that works in that over arc. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we're getting anymore from, from these big event no. titles. Yeah. I mean, you're telling me that, uh, that every DC hero was on Mars fighting Dr. Manhattan. Like, I feel like that should be huge. It should be. That should be a big event. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's Jeff Johns. Yeah. Writing. Every hero on Mars fighting Doctor Manhattan. It's Gary Frank, who uh, like a genius artist, like uh, to right. the point that whenever they say, "Well, it's for art for accuracy," I go, "Oh, okay, I'll maybe give you that." <laughs> These are all perfectly aligned planets that should be setting off something inside of me. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's mm-hmm. it's just not quite there. It's being promised in the same way with Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. This is the thing that's going to that's going to change the universe this time and uh and and i don't know if it's because they're all 
legitimately pushing back these issues and these time things. So hopefully they will coincide and they'll know what they're doing by that <laughs> point. Or I, if we're just they got to figure out which event does well, so they can use the other event to retcon that event. Is my theory. <laughs> Isn't that kind of what they're doing with everything now? They're yeah. just kind of like, oh well, uh, Wonder Woman and Shazam are doing well. We're going to do this Todd Phillips Joker movie, and if that does well, we'll also just yeah. figure out a way to fold that in. Yeah. No, it's um. Yeah, no, the, I mean, they, they kind of had a reveal um, with Booster Gold where uh, – or no, with Wally West, rather, that, you know, Wally West is dead, mm-hmm. but he's not because he's here right now. And I guess he dies in the future, so the body they found was a future version of Wally West, which seems like a big plot twist. That's but it was also like – It also seems kind of like a cheat. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh, that's really cool, but, like, I'm really lost still. I well, don't know what you're doing. That's the worrisome <laughs> part any time that they bring in the um, – the speed force yeah. whenever it comes with anything it's like this is either going to be really interesting or the biggest cheat excuse yeah well they're, for... they're making it seem like wally west was the person who killed all the people because of like his ptsd of being like a man out of he's it's he's not in his appropriate universe like okay. everything's all of his loved ones are dead and or gone and never existed or whatever okay. like which, which that, so that, it that, messed him up yeah thing. but yeah but it sounds like the the execution of said idea is lacking. Yes. Yeah. No. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. I, I think the the strongest part of that book is still those little vignettes, like those nine panel, like yeah. talking to the camera. So about my PTSD moments. Do we moments. think, like, as as celebrated as Tom King is as a writer, do we think like maybe this is like he just wasn't ready to write an event, or is it to, like that that event that first event stumbling block, like? When when Fraction wrote um, Fear, Fear itself. itself, oh my god! Oh, that's true. <laughs> so like, does, does I completely does, forgot like, that that was Matt Fraction because yeah. I hated that series <laughs> yeah, and I love I, Matt. That's what I mean. Like, so do these writers have to get like an event like a out of their system first as a stumbling block? May, maybe because uh, although I'm I'm uh, I'm blanking. I, I I don't think Bendis had a had a, a bad a, event. A bad event. Probably uh, not. Probably not. But uh, but I, I think in general. Um, oh, and like with Jason Aaron with uh, Original Sin. Oh. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. That wasn't. Well, I, that wasn't any good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although um, I I do really love when you can um, somehow find like a glimmer in those either with the yeah. the nine panels oh, sure. or yeah, I I walked something. away from Original Sin, um, not not really enjoying it as a whole and it kind of felt muddled and I was like well this doesn't really seem like it adds up to anything let alone entertainment but um the orb uh character in that um uh ended up being like something that i really enjoyed because it was originally i love anytime that you can just kind of pull this this d level oh um who's this character what is a daredevil whose um head is a giant eye what are we gonna do with that i don't know yeah, <laughs> and then, and then uh, to have to have uh, that sort of thing, like where it's like, oh, um, let's explore like a weird character and do whatever we want with them because it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can get some sort of enjoyment out of it, but the problem is like sometimes with these big events, is if you're doing a big event and you're not kind of taking those swings or taking like an interesting sort of stance, yeah. and you're not sure what's going off the plant uh, with the. Um, plot then you just end up with like you know everyone on mars punching a blue naked guy <laughs> you know, well, do, do you want to know what, what what i got out of original sin what a uh, promotional rubber ball glow in the dark of an eye 
That's pretty good. That they were get that Marvel that's gave out to fantastic. The, yeah. Well, if anyone ever like Pi May's your eye out of your skull, you got to pop that guy that's in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, right. no. Um, I think one of the biggest problems is uh, a lot of these events seem to happen like out of continuity. Oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. or I mean, they're in continuity, but it, all until the other it books does don't poorly, and then they say like, <laughs> "Oh wait, no, that never happened." It yeah. Well, dream. I mean, uh, so a bunch of people died in you know uh, Heroes in Crisis, and a few books touched on that. Like, I think Red Hood and the Outlaws was like, "Oh no, you know, oh, they, Speedy's dead." They did tie in a yeah. little bit. Okay. Yeah, but for the most part, like nobody really cares. Well, I, I think. I like don't they think... they could act they don't even act like it's happening. Well, I don't think DC. I think maybe this is where DC and Marvel differ a little, where. Whenever yeah. Marvel has an event, there's always some sort of like cover, Marvel overkills like, it, yeah. and, and there's like a cover dress, and there's yeah. like, you know, uh, oh, it's a Acts of Vengeance tie-in, yeah. or a even Siege tie-in, or Original Sin tie-in. I don't think DC does that. As they much usually don't. And it, it just feels weird with something of like that level. Well, where Marvel will even do that with smaller things too. Because oh yeah, you're right. Because yeah, um, because since DC, uh, um, with with like Doomsday Clock, I can't think of anything. Now that like you're saying this, I'm getting like almost kind of like weird, like my eyes being opened and realizing <laughs> like, oh, I haven't read anything else no, nothing... in DC to like kind of imply that like this mark that should be also there again like... a big event. Someone should be mentioning and, this. And this wasn't Doomsday Clock necessarily, but there was that Batman Flash the button thing, and yeah. that, that was it. Oh yeah, and like, then those pretty you're you're I... correct, but like even with Marvel. And in in the uh, I I really love the um, Superior Spider-Man run. Yeah. But like that was essentially kind of like a self-contained. That's supposed to just be like a Spider-Man story. More or less. Yeah. But uh, in the issues where like Deadpool or the Fantastic Four interacted with Spider-Man in that publication period, it felt like those company wide. Yeah. Everyone was like, no, no, no. Just keep in mind that this is specifically Not this Spider- version yeah. of. And you felt that difference in that like. You know, even if if all it was is like they ran into them and they go, huh, that's weird. It seems like Pete's not acting like himself. Well, back to what we're doing. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it feels cohesive. It feels like a universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, same thing with like uh, some of the digital comics I read, like brought up weird things like uh, that Jessica Jones where She Hulk was Hulk, like a giant oh, angry yeah. Hulk and yeah. not Jennifer, you know, Walters. Right. Or, yeah. Like her usual, like tall Amazon, like. Yeah. Sexy self, she was the big hulking. Yeah, and she was, you know, dumb Hulk as well. She was like, I eat cake or I play with babies. (laughs) Like, she wasn't like a lawyer or anything. Like, and it's just super weird because that's in the digital comics, and you're like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, and you think something's going on with the Hulk? I don't know. I don't think if if, if anything would be less related to what's going on in the the Marvel mainstream, it would be the digital books. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, apparently, oh, because when did um. Because then she mentioned when uh, Carol Danvers threw Purple Man into the sun. Like, when did that happen? That, like, that, didn't that happen in like? That, I think that might have happened in like an earlier Jessica Jones book, or which would have been like in the main like. Yeah, that would have been the main like, thing. Like yeah. Marvel. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Sorry if I'm quiet. I'm trying to think of it too. Um, but yeah, no. It, yeah. It pops up a lot. Um, so, so are you? But guys... for DC, not not really. No. Not not necessarily, but like even um, like uh, to to me, I think the reason why like um, especially growing up, I was kind of gravitated a bit more towards Marvel was just because it always kind of felt like um, 
essentially the marvel stories that like were written in 1964 are still canon to like stuff that's happening in 2018 <laughs> they keep a really messy continuity. i mean they yes. keep a really um like <laughs> you're right because peter will be like yeah well like i graduated high school what three years ago and it's uh, peter that was 79 um <laughs> but like Tony Stark got injured in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the 60s, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you that guys was, remember the conflict of Vietnam and the Gulf War? Uh, <laughs> well, the Gulf of Vietnam. Didn't they? Uh, it, wasn't that something that they they kind of? It was like a sliding scale almost. Like, yeah. They in the when they brought up um, when they created the the Ultimate Line. Yeah. They, right. Like they made like uh, Tony got injured in like Iraq. Or yeah. Or, yep. or, yeah. And, and like, wasn't was there an Ultimate Punisher? version uh yes uh, there, there was yeah, an ultimate uh, everybody yeah. there, so there he wasn't was probably, like he was probably like in the like you know yeah in yeah the iraqi war or something like that it, I mean, was, it was essentially kind of like a really buff like incel who was um <laughs> uh, into i'm pretty sure it was golf <laughs> yeah so meaning the golf war not golf. like he had putters and uh, yeah not, not <laughs> it's the, like sports not, master. not the masters <laughs> it's the ultimate universe we could do whatever we want <laughs> um well, so okay. So speaking of like DC events, so now we're I keep seeing ads for their new one that's coming out. I guess in the summer called Deceased. Oh yeah, but DC Zombies. That's what I'm. Yeah. yeah. What? So yeah, this is for real. <laughs> so this is, it's it's gonna be like a zombie outbreak in the DC universe, but it's gonna be. Um, have you have either of you guys read the, the Stephen King novel Cell? Um, no, but I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's it, it it's the exact it's almost the exact same premise where um, there's this signal that's sent out through all these electronic devices that turn um, all the uh, like people into like these ra- just raving lunatics that are, like yeah. killing I, each other. I know what you're talking about now. I thought and you were I thought you were mentioning the um, the the J Lo movie, like the oh. one where they go and oh, like no, the cell D'Onofrio's head. D'Onofrio. Yeah, exactly. No. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but this actually, from what I read, it originate the, the signal originates from apocalypse. So it, it has dark side implications mm-hmm. and it's actually, it's cyborg who sends out the signal. Huh? So it's kind of like not his fault, but it's, yeah. it originates from him. And like he's a conduit or something. Yeah, and it and it turns, like anyone who receives the signal, basically into like a zombie. Hmm. Uh, and so it's like all the heroes have to, or you know, probably villains too. I'm sure like it's probably oh, like yeah. a giant yeah. team up. They have to like team up and not only survive but figure out how to. Yeah, who's who's writing that? Is um, it Tom Taylor? Oh t- yeah, Tom Taylor, and it's gonna be drawn by uh, Trevor Harrison. Okay. Shouldn't we be finishing like I don't know the three other events? Other events yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Or is this all gonna tie into that? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know, but but this is one I'm actually like somewhat interested in because it, you know, it, at least it's 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 something. It's a little grittier. It's yeah. a little like, I don't know, it's different. Yeah. You know, it's there. I mean, I know, like Marvel did it, Marvel Zombies, but Marvel Zombies was also sort of like out of continuity right yeah it was an alternate it was a multiverse yeah it's kind of like the difference between um like any like pick and choose your own crisis uh versus like um blackest night or blackest night kind of like had like a little bit more of like that um almost like gravitas like Mm -hmm. uh it 
for some reason that's an event that crossed over yeah that that was one that actually like worked like for like for for each um each storyline that it felt like that they really were like mm-hmm. no soak this into the world put this into the uh into <laughs> the very wood that we're building this on but um the each each of the crisis uh crises i think is the correct <laughs> term Cri- <laughs> no, the Crisai. um uh usually the, 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 the croissant. <laughs> final croissant uh that that would have been one they'd be worried about because then it means i have to go back yeah, up to the store croissants on infinite earth <laughs> infinite croissant mm. um <laughs> identity croissant let's just do th- this is the rest of the episode <laughs> things that go with croissants. croissants um but uh yeah each each time that they do a crisis you know that regardless of what happens mm-hmm. We're we're going to get a detective comic next month. We're going to get yeah. um, mm-hmm. the, a new Green Lantern issue, even if it's rebooted. It's kind of like there's still, even if people die within this crisis, there's almost a safety in knowing, like, yeah, but then the universe is going to be rebuilt. Yeah. But somehow, um, whenever they did like Blackest Night, uh, and and they let that happen throughout the entire line and stuff, which is kind of getting like more like decayed and weird mm-hmm. and like earth Two superman is like lumbering up with like um <laughs> with uh, what i'm assuming is just like the outfit that's uh worn by the transylvanians at the end of the rocky horror picture yeah. show <laughs> and uh it, it it felt scarier because mm-hmm. um because c- in in deceased uh, and and with this, it sounds like that's like, oh, you guys are doing the one thing that DC never really does, and that is confront death. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that's that could be actually pretty interesting. Maybe there's stakes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, and I know that's a lot to ask for, especially given the all the events that have ever taken place. Like probably the, like the last event that ever had any stakes was probably like the original Crisis. Where, yeah. you know, but then even then those characters still came back. Yeah. So are there ever any stakes? I don't think so. <laughs> well, even with the death of Superman, um, all the fake Superman eventually came back. Nothing's ever as mm-hmm. the new Star Wars teaser teaser told us, uh, no one's ever really gone. So That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, that one we'll have to save for the next episode because I feel like we have a lot to unpack for that one. But, yeah, um, I'm curious. So, uh, so moving on to other uh, DC books, um, I, I, I read. Uh, I'm still reading Batman. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm really. You're just jaded about Tom King. <laughs> <laughs> the last, the last three or four issues have been like nothing but dream sequences. Yeah, I'm like so far behind on Batman what's, stuff. But yeah. The, what, the, the only what's s- going on with that? Well, that's the thing. Like, we don't know. The, oh. The um. In, in this last issue, we finally see. So the, this issue, uh, issue sixty-eight, is, is this the Amanda Connor one. Yes. Okay. Which that at least was kind of like a saving grace. We get like a full issue of Amanda Connor art, minus I think like the last three or four pages might have been. Oh, I'm blanking on his name, but uh, just a different artist yeah. uh, picked up the last few pages. Um. But, I mean, Amanda Connor is, you know, amazing. Um, <clears throat> but this was basically um, retelling or going back to uh, when Batman and Catwoman were supposed to get married. Mm-hmm. And this was 
Catwoman and Lois Lane breaking into the Fortress of Solitude to continue their their drunken bachelorette party, just the two of them. Yeah, that's fun. And then uh, Bruce and Clark having a, a guy's evening at the mansion, which was like the most awkward <laughs> uh, evening ever. Like, you would not believe that t- these two guys are supposed to be yeah. best yeah. friends. I mean, and I know... They're work like, friends at best. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't at all imagine... I can maybe imagine Clark texting Bruce. I cannot imagine uh, Bruce doing any more than, yeah, and just putting his phone right back down. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Tom Tom King, and and, and he's not the only one, but, but I should say Batman is written these days like just he's such an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> like, I would not want to be friend. I would not want to work with Batman. I would not want to be friends with Batman. I wouldn't. He's just like the way he's written. Like he doesn't talk in complete sentences. Mm-hmm. He's very just uh, unpleasant. Yeah. He's just an unpleasant character. I, I mean, I get, like, Batman's always going to be cool. He's always going to be a fan favorite. Right. But right now, he's just kind of a dick. <laughs> and I don't like him. I really don't. And and this story is just, like, it, it's, like, nails on a chalkboard for me. Like, I cannot wait until this this uh, this series wraps up. Yeah. Or, or this uh, storyline wraps up. Um which I think the next issue, I guess we should be getting some answers because he's in this dream sequence where he's again dreaming, or you know they're going through the whole, all the like the wet pre-wedding mm-hmm. stuff, which of course we all know that yeah that never happened, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then the last page is uh, you see Batman in some sort of like co- like contraption or something with things like connected to his head and sure so yeah. he's in some sort of like yeah, but we still don't know the hows or whys or wheres or, you know, what's going on. Um, this has just been a real, just a real slog for me. Do, do you think know. that even if there's a good payoff, you'd even care at this point? It would have to be a pretty good payoff, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I I feel invested enough at this point that I'm, I'm going to stick around to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, at the, but also, like, I, I think this is for me the advantage of of buying digitally. Like I don't have physical issues to have to worry about. Like, yeah. Oh, what am I going to do with all these? I I hate this book now. What am I going to do with all these comics? <laughs> um, I can just delete them from my iPad and never think about them again. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know? a plus. So because as everyone knows, um, the glossed printed pages of modern comic books are really difficult to wipe with. So <laughs> you couldn't right. even have the. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't. Um, I, I I I just have yeah, I have really strong feelings about Tom King, uh, or I should say, I'm just always torn about him because there's some of his work that I just absolutely adore, and mm-hmm. some of it that I would just would rather flush down the toilet. <laughs> so those are the, the two faces of Tom King <laughs> for me. Um, yeah, no, I completely get that because I mean. Uh, as as like what was said before it's you can have your absolute favorite you could even have your like your 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 favorite writer on an event or a particular title that you could be absolutely over the moon uh in love with the idea of like oh my god i'm so stoked to see um well bendas bendas uh Mm -hmm. we we, you had mentioned bendas uh i love bendas uh he uh, 
Ultimate Spider-Man is mm-hmm. spectacular. The entire run is mm-hmm. legendary. I mean, uh, his his work on Avengers or pretty much anything else, like it just it just works. Uh, there is some stuff in uh, in Alias that still kind of makes me go like, Ugh, but like not in the way that he was going for. Yeah. Um, because there is, I mean, of course, that's the point yeah, of like half yeah. of it is like the ooh, right? Like, right. how's that make you feel? But Every once in a while, you're still going to like get that bitter, bitter um, resentment towards like why is uh, Jeff Johns still doing Doomsday Clock? Or <laughs> um, yeah, I mean every every yeah. creator is gonna gonna lay an egg at some point. Um, yeah, I mean I I love Bendis like you said as much as almost the next guy, but um, you know some of his uh, his creator's own stuff I never really resonated with, uh, like Scarlet. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Never really did anything for me. Um, and actually, I, I um, you know, I, I thought his new Avengers run was perfect until, you know, like, uh, up until, it, like, when he ended it with the, like, the new Avengers special or whatever, and, like, when the entire series came to a close, and then he kept going. And he wrote Avengers? Right. Yeah. And yeah. then mm-hmm. after that, like, that's when it, it went downhill for me because I just that was a weird some weird stuff yeah yeah um so yeah not for you know not not every creator is gonna knock it out of the park all the time um, I had a real um back and forth with Dan Slott during his entire oh yeah Spider-Man run because yeah, there would be so many um story like um the the aforementioned uh Superior Spider-Man where it's like no this is dynamite this is wonderful mm-hmm. um Spider uh Spider-Verse should have been absolutely 100% on paper and just as an idea, a complete disaster. Yes, oh, there, for sure. There's even, like, pages dedicated to, like, no, let's do the um, the Spider-Man that, uh, that did Hostess Cupcake commercials yeah. in the 70s. <laughs> and it's, it's such... There'd be so many different things where you would... Uh, with Dan Slott, the weird thing was that, like, you would be told he's going to do this, and if the idea sounded like garbage... It usually turned out really well. Yeah. It ended up being something that was like, oh no, like 100%, you got me. This is lovely. Uh, it really feels like that's a cohesive thing. I'm learning from it and having an emotion. And then the basic stuff where you would say, like, oh, um, Spider Man now uh, is going to run his own company. It's like, oh, that's interesting. So running your own company while also being Spider Man and having a wife, how's that going to go? Yeah. Boring? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's. Um, yeah, I, I, it's 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 a frustrating sort of like thing to kind of like have no tonal consistency with the writer, even if you're expecting good yeah. things. Yeah. Well, it's like um, I don't know if you you know speaking of Dan Slott, if you ever read his uh, Silver Surfer run. Oh yeah, that's great. Allred. I mean that that to me is such a perfect run of comics, and and like I said, like some of his, you know, I, I really couldn't read a lot of his Spider-Man stuff. Um, mm-hmm. His current Fantastic Four stuff. I'm kind of, you know, it's like every other issue is like, oh, I like it. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I like it. I I tried reading, I think he's doing Iron Man as well. Yeah. Um, I read the first couple issues of that. I like Iron Man a lot more than Fantastic Four right now. Oh, really? Okay. Do you think they're just trying to find like a spot to put him in right now? Does it seem like he's just kind of like Maybe I think they kind of are filling that Bendis void with Slug. 
honestly. Oh. I think they're like, oh, we don't have Bendis. Uh, who's our other big writer? Uh, well. Well, they used to have Fraction too. Yeah, Fraction yeah. Fraction used to write a lot. Yeah, used to write a lot. Yeah. Um. And yeah, they lost Fraction, and and Jason Aaron's doing Thor. He's all in on Thor stuff. So. And kind of. And Dan Slott. Hickman's coming back, but he's and Hickman's coming back to cover the X Men. The X Men, right? So. Yeah. yeah, they don't really have too many big guns to put on other books. So I think that they're just yeah. throwing them, pr- probably to see what sticks, but also to just keep books going. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got to yeah. pay rent. And well, yeah, the, yeah. got to keep the Disney lights Disney offices <laughs> now, <laughs> <Yeah>. I guess. <laughs> but no, I, I think Iron Man's just been a lot better in terms of like a cohesive story, because I still don't know what's going on in Fantastic Four. It's yeah. I'm, I'm I, never really quite sure what they're doing. I, well, they've been getting married for like six issues. <laughs> well, uh, well I, I think you mispronounced the phrase "sixty years," but yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, I I feel like the, the the return of the Fantastic Four should be bigger than it is. Yeah. Like, like yeah, like they came back and nobody seems to care. Like you're telling like the, yeah. the rest of the Marvel universe wouldn't just show up in droves saying, "Oh my God, you guys are back." Yeah. Like you're our best friends, or you guys have been around forever. Like we're we're we've done so much, you know. Like yeah, well, every issue they kind of like stress it, like oh, everybody gives a shit, but like, but like even they're in not the really past, around any in any of the other books. Even yeah. in the past, like ten, fifteen years, just like in real life, yes, it seems like that Marvel would kind of like wave their fingers like this and go, they're legacies, and you go, okay, yeah, and then they just wouldn't really, like it's it's printed on the cover of it world's best comic book magazine or marvel's first family and stuff like that but they're really boring it's yeah that's (laughs) they shouldn't be marvel's most boring magazine. marvel's most here comic Uh, (laughs) but that's always kind of been the problem with to be honest uh other other than just some minor kind of like uh perk ups i it's kind of felt like that fantastic four has just always coasted on how good the the early yeah oh for sure and and kirby's were to where um any every time that they're like how do we make fantastic four interesting first of all the fact that you have to say that out loud means that there's a problem but that's also why it never quite works yeah is because everyone keeps uh putting up their arms and saying what can we do new that's yeah. interesting um that's why the movies never really work mm-hmm. no matter what version of it was and i honestly believe that a lot of it has to do with no one's fully willing to make reed richards uh, an asshole again like he's <laughs> meaning um if you just have him just kind of being like oh well i'm just busy all the time and then sue's yelling at him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it just makes it seem shrill and like uh, yeah. and everything they, sucks that that home's supposed to be chaos they should have been divorced like 20 years ago yeah i mean yeah he's he's t- he's a total he's terrible yeah he's, he's a terrible husband he's a terrible father and he's a terrible kind of person um even if there's there's a brief glimmer that i saw for a moment where um and in an interview or something they were talking about like how they're um like again going back to like grounding like oh we're gonna bring back the fantastic form we're gonna ground them we're gonna make this more relevant and um for for half a a moment they said uh, mentioned something along the ideas of like oh reed's most likely on the on the spectrum as far yeah. as like yep. and it's oh, like yeah. no how interesting would that be if mm-hmm. if you did 
go was like, oh, well, you don't have to make him a giant jerk. Maybe he's just not great at like connecting with people. Maybe he mm-hmm. is just that focus. That mm-hmm. could be a good book. That could be interesting. That could be like understanding or whatever through all the stuff. And instead, what you do is you have a history of a character who um, they had a baby who yeah. ended up being psychic. <laughs> and um and he's like oh um you deal with this i'm gonna go come up with a solution and it's gone for a couple months while he wreaks havoc and then reed comes back with like what a beard and a coma gun yeah. and then shoots like this baby and puts it in a coma it's like i solved it and everyone gets mad at him he's like i don't understand why you're mad <laughs> i solved the problem i'm a i'm a superhero you're being mean to me <laughs> and yeah there's there's just He's he's a jerk character, and he should have been. I mean, the only thing that keeps him from going into a super to being a uh, into being a super villain is just the fact that like um, he's a super villain in so many other. Oh universes. no, he, he is. Every time he's a super, yeah. it's the rare universe that because Sue has bad taste in men and won't pick yeah. up her, her phone calls from Namor, who's just like, hey, yup. <laughs> um, and, and that's the only reason why he hasn't fully switched that and just probably ego against yeah. Dr. Doom. Yeah. But it's... There, there, there needs to be some way to make that relevant again or interesting. But God, have we not found that in like 30 years. No. Yeah. No, it's like one of the few books that I haven't... I mean, not that there's been a lot of Fantastic Four books, but mm-hmm. I only really started reading Marvel or reading comics like on a regular basis like ten years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, like I, I was a big comic book person, but that was cartoons and toys and all that stuff. Oh but, yeah, like uh, outside media. Yeah, definitely. Um, but Fantastic Four, I, I just couldn't get invested in. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything to care about beyond I, the Human Torch is cool. The thing's great. Separately, they're awesome. No, but together, I don't care. Together, we've already seen that done well with The Incredibles. Yes. But yeah. now The Incredibles exist, and that's it. They've already – that was, like, the nail dynamic of, like, the – no, you're, you're a family, and you're all kind of, like, jerks. And um, the, the the idea of, like, your your cousin's a jerk, but no one's yeah. allowed to be mean to him, but you are. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, it's – I don't know. It, ten, you said about ten years ago? Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, there, there's it, never really, it hasn't yeah. really been anything <laughs> interesting with, I don't know, Future Foundation was okay. Yeah, that was like a hard thing to break into. Yeah, it was like I, a yeah. movie, though. I was like, uh, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. well, the thing was, so I was reading, uh, I went back and, and read uh, Hickman's run. Yeah. And then halfway through his run is when they introduced the Future Foundation. Yes. Like, like the FF title mm-hmm. and that was really hard to to, to because there was a storyline where it, they were in, they were like oh uh, fantastic four then follow it in ff number three yes and then pick it up and so i wasn't going to do that because i just uh, i hate doing that yeah and, or uh, the shield book right which is also the hickman yeah yeah like oh what's what's tesla doing in ff i don't know <laughs> leonardo da vinci but, but the but the the Hickman stuff was really good for a long time and yeah. and, and, and even um, when the, he tackled the because uh, uh, he tackled the, the the death of Johnny Storm mm-hmm. oh yeah which was really good because um, I've never really cared about Johnny Storm ever yeah um, I think he's a terrible character like just a one note yeah and I, I, in, in a way I think individually they're all one note characters mm-hmm. right um, 
together, like they only work together. Yeah. Individually, they're all terrible characters, which is uh, why I don't understand how. Um, I mean, I know it's only going to be a limited series, but how um, they're giving the Invisible Woman like a. Like oh a, like yeah, a, really? Yeah, she's getting yeah. Like a five issue series. Um, where apparently she worked for Shield as part, like yeah, like, her secret. In history, it, it, yeah. In well, the past, technically, she so Shield. did Aunt May, right? I mean, uh, we can just kind of really throw <laughs> did, that on anyone yeah. now because they're supposed to be spies yeah. and not talk did about everybody it. Everybody work for Shield. Oh and yeah, not yes. tell me. Yeah, it's not allowed to. It's, hi, I'm Agent Willie Lumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I've been monitoring your mail <laughs> in the basement all these years. But you know, not, uh, like I said, like none of them work together, or, or none of them work separately. Yeah. Um. So you've got these four characters that only work together, but even together, they're still. They, but then you put them together, and it's it's like a catch twenty two because then like the whole idea of the family is a little. Uh, I'm not speaking for me personally, but just in general, it's like it's outdated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna, like, I'm so, I hate to say it this way, but like the kids don't care about reading about families. You know, right. yeah. like, like it, it, it's an outdated concept. Well, that was the thing that was so surprising about it whenever it first came out. Mm-hmm. It was just the like, the the idea of um, oh, they're they're fighting all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, that that's such a novel concept right. with the family and with them fighting. But now that's an exactly. Occurrence. So what mm-hmm. are you what are you doing with this other than just being like oh now they're you you have the Superman problem now, which is why probably why they killed Johnny Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like to go, oh, um, how do we make this interesting and relevant for the kiddos? Maybe the, maybe that's the problem. Maybe you have to do something to these characters beyond, beyond just gimmicks mm-hmm. to make it interesting. Like people care about people now. They always, uh, well, they've always cared about people, not events, yeah. especially events that, you know, don't come out <laughs> when they say they're going to. <laughs> Also, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, please. I don't even remember what I was saying now. That's okay. Uh, but no, it, it, you'll find family stuff. I mean, if you're if you're looking to read a family book, you kind of find that more in like the X Men, where it's like family is what you make of it, kind of a yeah message, yeah, as opposed to like family. Oh your yeah, blood. that's a good that's point. Good, yeah, that's a really good point. Like, Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the best Fantastic Four book out there right now is X Men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what what uh what what really got me, and it was I mean, it, this was the uh, I'm gonna just switching gears a little bit, but this was the farthest thing I would have ever considered a family. But when I saw this that panel in uh Young Justice number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh Superboy, Robin. Uh, Impulse and Wonder Girl all had this big group hug. Mm-hmm. I got a little choked up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I, I never really considered myself like caring much about Young Justice. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, it's a good book. And, and, I, and I, I read it back in the day when Peter David and Todd Nock mm-hmm. um, did it. That was like a really fun book. Um, but then seeing these characters like come back together, I was like, oh, damn it. Bendis? You got me. Yeah. But um, uh, that being said, I'm st- I'm still – I'm really not sure what's going on in Gemini. I don't know what's going on in that but, book either. But I, I, like, I, I don't care just because I, – I, I It's interesting. That, the, the, yeah, the, the characters are more interesting. You know, yeah. they're like it, it's a good group dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. I – I yeah I have no idea what's going on in Gem World. Well, but yeah, like, that's like there's they, like there's politics po- involved. Well, they're bouncing the issues back and forth. It's like 
they did issue one and then Superboy was at the end and then you're like, oh, what's he doing? And then you're like, I don't know, find out by issue four. Right. <laughs> we'll explain that. And He'll like, be back. Superboy apparently, I guess, has like a wife and child. Yeah, he's just hanging out on Gemworld, just doing like, his thing, I guess. But like, isn't, I mean, how old could he possibly be and still be like part of Young Justice? I mean, like <laughs> 17, 18, maybe? Yeah. I, they're doing like the 90s. Um, high school actor enrollment thing to where yeah. you could technically be like Joe Magniello and be like 30 <laughs> years old and still be Flash Thompson. Be like, I'm going to beat you up and then I'm going to apply for a mortgage and then I'm going to do my chemistry homework. Yeah. Um, but even speaking of that moment, like, and this is kind of going back to the continuity discussion, what, what emotional, like, gravity does that relationship even have in the current dc continuity of this new because we're still technically in new 52 right is like, this technically not, new 52 or is the, this the, the world's never really changed well, since it, could, rebirth. Well, it was okay rebirth that's the yeah, one rebirth, it, people got memories from other continuities maybe right because sort of. uh i still don't know what because it was new it was new 52 and then Rebirth is separate from Flashpoint, right? Well, or at least Flashpoint started New Flashpoint 52. Flashpoint started yeah. um, New 52. Yeah, and then Flashpoint, New 52, and, and then, then Rebirth, Rebirth happened. Right. And Rebirth didn't really, like, change the world. People just sort of got some memories back that because Wally West showed up, I guess. Like, I... Yeah. So I feel... I, maybe I haven't been reading the right books, but I still feel as if, like, DC never properly explained what the hell happened. Well, I, isn't I, that I technically things, what... Things just got better. Like, yeah. yeah, like, like everything just got better, like, but cr- like creatively. Like, yeah. And in the books, I, I felt like it was a it was a uh, a tonal shift. Yeah. Uh, oh, for sure. You know, so, yeah, I think they just it was almost like a soft reboot. Yeah. Where they're like, we're just taking everything back to to where it was before we decided to do the new Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. We're sorry about that. We're never going to mention it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was um, under the assum- uh, the assumption that. And the reason why I start reading uh, Doomsday Clock to mm-hmm. begin with, and the reason why I probably still am, as as much as I don't think it'll ever do what I think it will, um, what I I was under the impression that um, essentially what they were setting it up was supposed to be that like essentially Doctor Manhattan yeah. was the deity of deity deity I'm not sure yeah. uh, pr- pronunciation um, of what was supposed to be current DC universe that the idea of like these, these multiverses and like these memories and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, where did powers come from was supposed to be Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, for sure. And it's still like, an unresolved thing. No, uh, no, it, it, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, I mean, no, you're right. I, it's, it's not at all a, cause now that I remember, I'm pretty sure that like, Rebirth was supposed to be something along the lines of like um, w- one of the things. Correct me if I'm wrong, because because yeah. again my memory of this is almost as fractured as what I'm sure those characters' memories are like right now. <laughs> um, but it was something to do with Wally West not only coming back, but like he had essentially kind of like saw the curvature of the Earth or whatever, like saw like Manhattan's hand within. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. But. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it, there's a lot of like, well, what, what does, what does this mean? Like, what, 
what's going on? And maybe we don't really get an answer until Doomsday Clock's over, and we're like, oh, yeah, but that's, soon just that's what's been going on for the past two years. And and if that potentially ends up being like, there's a tinfoil hat over there that I might have to put on, <laughs> like. In a perfect world, I would assume that Rebirth leading into Heroes in Crisis mm-hmm. and, and uh, being delayed at, yeah. it seems like at this point now, the same rate that Doomsday Clock yeah. is doing. And if they're doing this other, um, if they're doing, if they're doing this deceased thing, the la- the major plot point to like uh, to to Doomsday Clock right now is that like Doctor Manhattan for some reason his memory his functional memory goes up until a point of Superman angrily running at him and literally punching him in the face and he's like <laughs> and I don't know anything past that which is weird because I'm omniscient yeah <laughs> um so I would like to believe in a in real life and then also in comic books that there's a higher plan yeah. that's being involved in this, but like as frustrated as 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 I am by what sounds like is happening mm-hmm. um with your book and what's happening with the book that I'm reading, um, and with the hope of that, if they could somehow figure out a way to make like continuity porn the series <laughs> and just do like a book of like okay and it's charlie day with like a yeah. pen and yarn going no this is listen and yeah. that would be fine but where where do you see i don't know where where do you see in in the perfect universe in a perfect dc universe or this one where do you where do you see um or hope that um heroes in crisis is is going or would resolve where where would you hope that uh that de- that deceased would would be involved in whatever the shattering is right now see i i don't know that heroes in crisis or deceased if there's if they're meant to be anything more than what they are i mean i and which sounds stupid i mean because especially for heroes in crisis like if you're gonna spend yeah, nine months or nine issues or whatever telling the story, it should mean something. Right, yeah. But I, honestly, I, I can't envision a scenario where anything meaningful comes out of it. Um, I, I think... Same with Deceased. De- yeah. De- I, I checked. Deceased is only going to be six issues. Um, it actually comes out, like, May 1st. Yeah. So oh. It's only a couple weeks away. Yeah. Um. So it's, it's definitely well, going to overlap. Not, yeah. It's definitely going to overlap with the other events. Mm-hmm. I think deceased is just going to be kind of like a Marvel zombies. Like it's just going to be fun, like heroes versus techno zombies. Um, yeah. But DC it, is still going to be, gonna be um, technically uh, main continuity. It's not going to be like a, an, an Elseworld sort of, I mean, it's branch. probably going to be, well, I mean, and that's the thing, like what is, what is continuity anymore? You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's like a it's, philosophical <laughs> question. It, it's, it's like, it, it doesn't matter. Like nothing, Nothing makes sense. Well, nothing matters. Well, I think you know? I think we talked about this a little bit uh, at one point, but um, like in a previous show. But everybody kind of has their own continuity at this point, anyways. Like, I want to say all the way up to uh, Forever Evil. Like, the New Fifty Two had this really solid continuity of what they wanted to do, and Jeff Johns was like running the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know Dick Grayson got killed and whatever, and then they he kind of. Uh, I think Jeff Johns wrote like Justice League or something for a while after that. And then he started doing um, 
the Doomsday Clock stuff in Rebirth. And that's just been him. Like, that's just Jeff John's baby. And everybody else is like, well, Jeff John's, you, you're doing something over there. We, we need to keep this, this train moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so nobody really started paying attention to anything that he was doing. Uh, and a lot of it was like Doomsday Clock, where it was sort of enough out of continuity or, or separated from the main continuity that they could do whatever. Like, Tom King has his own continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Batman book compared to like the DC uh, Bat family as a whole, like whether that's Batwoman, uh, Detective Comics, whatever, like they don't care so much well, what Tom King's doing. Also, mm-hmm. uh, and this is one I totally forgot about. Um, I, I like the Scott Snyder verse. That you, too. You, that like, was yeah. Like yeah. Metal. Like what did Snyder's been running the show, his own Bat show for a right. while too. Like, he, he's he he did Metal, which I guess. Um, has uh, some like you know has gone into whatever he's doing in Justice League, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't seem like it's had any lasting consequences or. Yeah, I, the all I know is that there's a Batman that looks like a Spawn. Villain. Oh yeah, the well, that guy. Yeah, that, like all he, I know is that he's, he's around, that. and I don't know why or yeah. how, but apparently like he's a the, around. Batman with spikes on his. Oh eyes. yeah, don't worry, I don't think DC knows either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's but like, I thought that metal you know, thing was self-contained and totally didn't matter for anything, and then all of a sudden it was like, but, oh, you didn't read metal? Well, you it, don't know what's going on in half the well, books. Well, that's the thing. They they, they made Wait. it seem like it was important because like they you know there they there were so many Easter eggs and hints of like you know like people were, were posting things online of like like oh look there's this in the background and then there's this in the background mm-hmm. and, and, and there's a map of this on this table that they're looking at yeah and and they brought plastic man back and yeah and and and, and Hawkman and the Thanagarians and yep. Earth metal and I mean just I'm still pulling um the uh, like the back issues for uh Dark Knight like I haven't I haven't finished uh, yeah. that series yet so I was also under that impression. So is that actually considered? Yeah, apparently. Like the the bet. All all I know is that because uh, I didn't I didn't read it either because I didn't think it mattered. I was like, oh well, right. that's cool. I was just like, oh, cool artwork. This will be kind of fun. I read yeah. a couple of issues. I was like, yeah, I definitely want to finish this, but I don't have to because yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, but apparently it has some. It, it ties into some of the Justice League stuff that Snyder. It's anything Snyder's writing, I guess, is sort of caught up in it. But also the. The Batman Who Laughs yeah. is apparently in the, the DC universe proper. But we also have three Jokers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also well, never well, going to be resolved, I'm assuming. Well, the, well, there, no, well, there's I apparently Snyder, a three Jokers book coming out. Yes, uh, Scott Snyder is supposed to be writing that, right? Yeah. The three Jokers? Yep. Okay. Which so is also something three... I, I, I only recently heard that there were three Jokers. I'm like, wait, what? So there are three Jokers... <laughs> Um, one of them is here. Let me try to put this all together. There are three jokers. One of them is killing people in heroes in crisis. We won't know about that until yeah. later. Uh, the other one is definitely just a clone of Dr. Manhattan. And the third one is causing, uh, the dead to rise in a couple of yep. months. Okay. Um, it's all together. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's <laughs> the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's a lot to digest. Uh, why do we still read comics? They're fun and simple to get into. <laughs> they're, they're 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 easy to get into. They're impossible to get out of. Yeah, that's it's like it's like the mob. Yeah, that's the perfect way to put it. That should be on the new comics code uh, seal. <laughs> Just easy as are, hard to get out of. Cheaper than drugs. Enjoy comics. We're like the mob. Yeah. <laughs>
So, so here's another one that um, I guess we're not sure. Uh, at least I'm not sure where it falls in, again, in DC continuity. If there, if that is such a thing, um, Dao, we, we mentioned Dao H for, for Hero. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I read the first issue. It was a, it was okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What did you think about it? The same thing. I was like, oh, well, that's a book I read and I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it had, I it had, I loved, you know, uh, Joe Quinones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He he's he's a great artist. I, I like uh, his stuff on Howard the Duck. And who who wrote it? Was it Mark Russell or uh, I think else? it's I think it's Russell. Okay. Yeah. Yep. He's also writing Wonder Twins. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, if you what I was literally that, yeah. just about to ask. Yeah. Uh, Dial H for Hero. Dial H. That's right. Which I mean, again, talking about like um, outdated uh, concepts, <laughs> you know, like yeah. like the Fantastic Four, the idea of a of a phone dial to a landline yeah anywhere like, like i mean <laughs> in existence even literally even the magic landlines power. yeah <laughs> but just the idea of like someone putting their finger in a in yes a, a in rotary a, in a yeah. rotary thing and dialing is is uh just such a such an outdated oh for sure concept like you know if like who's gonna who's gonna recognize that i mean God. aside from i mean people that grew up with it obviously yeah but, like you know, is there anyone younger than us who's reading this and like, what is that thing? It's uh, Sam Humphreys. Sam Humphreys. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So there we right. go. I was, I was like, I, didn't, I thought it might have been Russell, but yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know, but I guess because, um, th- I mean, the, the Superman telephone booth is still like an iconic thing, right? Like even yeah. kids yeah. today, <laughs> kids today, uh, <laughs> would like pick up on that though, right? Like that that's, he goes into this thing. They may not know what it is. Well, it's interesting because I'm actually uh, I pulled up the Wikipedia for this, and um, apparently this is a um, like th- this is a, an idea that went all the way back to um, House of Mystery in January 1966. Which, okay, yeah, sure, sure. but yeah. also um, and then they did a uh, like they they did this a couple times. So there's an 80 series, a Silver Age event, a 2003 series, yeah, which you can almost kind of get away with mm-hmm. with Rotary. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was a 2012, yes, and then a 2019. But the like t- the 2012, I read some of it was a, a horror book by Chi- China Mali- oh. Maliev, uh, Mivel, Mivel, yeah, Mivel, yeah, like that. Um. It, that was interesting. Like the per, the dude would like turn into like these weird like horrific monsters, and yeah. there was like a government agency. But yeah, it was like a phone booth type yeah. deal. Um, well, even so it was a little different. Even the the series of like Doctor Who like has enough foresight to like yeah. If you even watch like the original like seventies episodes where they go into the future, like mm-hmm. they'll still have someone go, "What's a phone booth?" And that was still yeah <laughs> like. Uh, it it does. They should they should have called it like tweet H. For yeah, tweet H. <laughs> hashtag H. For, hashtag H for hero. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, and it's also weird. Like they could have made it a phone app. Oh, that would have been way. Yeah. I mean, I know it's like oh, cool like and an, retro. Okay, so so it's yeah. an app that pops up, but like it's a graphic of a rotary, it, it and you have that, yeah. to do that. Yeah. Like you you swipe swipe right for hero. Yeah, I, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they could have done something interesting, like a, a mysterious yeah. app type thing. Something that is a little bit more, a little more relevant. Yeah, and, instead of like a magic rotary phone just pops up, and you're like, well, this kid knows what to do with it. Apparently, yeah. he figured it out. It's, yeah. You know, 
intuitive design, I guess. I had a I had a niece who picked up like a Viewmaster that I had and was yeah. like, "What's this?" And I was like, "Oh, it shows images and stuff like that." And she she tried to use it and she got mad. Like, there's yeah. no, you're right. No kid is gonna have a. <laughs> they have YouTube videos about that challenge. Yeah, trying yeah. Trying to get a kid to, like, to figure oh, out a right. rotary. Yeah, yeah it's like that. here's a Game Boy, kids. How does it work? Right. Yeah, yeah. Man, and you're like, where's the power USB charge? <laughs> Do they use <laughs> batteries? Batteries. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm. I feel like I'm just as bad sometimes. Whereas, like, I'll I'll be looking at a picture, like, not on my phone, and I'll try and like, you know, try and pinch oh, it. You know, yeah. Oh, I'll all the time. And, try and like, you know, pinch it and make it I, bigger. And I I saw somebody try to do that with paper. <laughs> it's like, what do you? you <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. Yeah. Um. Uh. So uh, just to talk about a couple. Uh, uh, other books real quick. Well, Jeremiah, you said you. Uh, oh, you, you read right. something. You, you you've been reading. Uh, what was it? Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla in Hell. That sounds. It's, that sounds pretty. That sounds. Amazing. It's just, just that alone. Amazing. Amazing. It's it's basically. Um, all right, so Godzilla goes to hell. That's the very beginning of the thing. You don't find out how it oh, was okay. it. Um, it's the he very, well, he go to church. Basically. Yeah. It's like no he, church could he, hold him. He had, he had sex before marriage. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. The thing. technically shouldn't he be, this is very much an April, like an abrematic hell. Yeah. It's very, I mean, it's, it's hell, hell. It's, it's Dante-esque. It's seven yeah. issues. Each one is like legitimately based on a deadly sin. Okay. And yeah. so he, the first issue, he, um, the very first image you see of him is him falling through the crust of the earth mm -hmm. into hell and he sees a giant abandon all hope uh, ye who enter here he nukes it with his mouth because he doesn't care <laughs> and then um and then uh, he fights because it's lust yeah uh, he fights um a a biolante a version of biolante that's mm -hmm. like teeth and like um grabbing on him and stuff like that to kind of represent that but uh it's it's really interesting because um, the artwork is fantastic. Uh, it's written and um, drawn by an entirely different artist in each one, mm -hmm. and each issue essentially ends with him. They're they're doing um, hell as layers essentially. Okay, yeah. And I don't know if there's just uh, not great OSHA requirements in hell because each <laughs> issue literally ends with godzilla stepping wrong somewhere and he breaks through the oh, crust no, and goes like no. ah and then the, the <laughs> next the next issue is him falling into gluttony or yeah. falling into wrath or whatever but it's very yeah, the, the you know the the building codes in hell are very uh, very shady oh yeah <laughs> apparently yeah. a lot of the contractors do yeah. go to heaven so there's they didn't no, have anyone to there's no one inspecting the the uh, you know everything make sure everything's up to code <laughs> this is kind of dangerous down here oh i'm sorry is hell dangerous um <laughs> But that's what's strange because Godzilla is the size of Godzilla still, like in this series. And so he'll be at one point in the very first issue, there's what looks like this storm cloud coming towards him. And uh, and you realize that that storm cloud is almost like a cloud of locusts, but it's people. So it's like okay, this yeah. sea of like people that are essentially kind of like crawling and like gnashing on like their own bodies um, in, in uh torment from lust mm -hmm. uh and godzilla is just like swiping his way through like ah and and <laughs> and uh seems real uncomfortable there's not a lot of dialogue because these characters don't speak. yeah um but uh the the artwork is 
gorgeous. It'll go from like oil paintings in one issue mm-hmm. to um, to like really kind of pop arty sort of stuff. And Godzilla himself, because it's going all eras. So maybe you'll have one issue where he's drawn like Showa with the big weird goofy eyes, yeah. or Millennium Edition, or something like that. But it's it's much better than it has any right to be you could probably get through it um in an afternoon and just kind of walk away going um oh that was taken very seriously for a goofy idea but i still kind of yeah felt a bit goofy about it and enjoyed it <laughs> those yeah. are always the best i was gonna say sometimes oh, yeah. those are the best the best reads yeah. the ones that you don't maybe you don't expect a lot out of but mm-hmm. they're the ones that like blow you the way the most mm-hmm. oh yeah um I had that I had that exact experience last night when I was catching up with on uh, the last six issues of Murder Falcon, <laughs> which uh, well, yeah, I talked about the first issue. Well, you know, when the first issue came out, I don't even you know six or seven months ago, and I loved it, but I never, I just, you know, just time gets in the way. Yeah, things happen. You know, it's just too much stuff to read, not enough time. Too much stuff to read, too much stuff to watch. Yeah, um, we're in a you know the golden age of everything media at your yep. fingertips mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know I'd, I'd, you know too much i'd much too rather much. watch a an, you know an old episode of magnum pi than <laughs> catch up on my reading um, <laughs> but last night i was i was i, I told myself you were going to read some murder falcon tonight and i thought oh, i'll just read an issue and like one issue led into like six issues and oh my god <laughs> this is such a again this book has like no business being this good, <laughs> but it is so it, it's 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 everything. It's the humor, it's the action, it's just like like I'm it's heart. I, yeah, and, I, and I, like I'm the furthest away from being like a metalhead that mm-hmm. you could possibly imagine. But even I was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, the for me like the pinnacle was like I don't know issue three or issue four is at one point during this battle like is a two page spread of murder Falcon riding a giant mastodon who spears with his, like his two tusks spears, this giant like Cthulhu type monster while uh, these two guys are like shredding guitars in the background. As it should be. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. And, but, but what's great is, so in the first, you know, like the first issue is the kind of setup, like uh, murder Falcon meets, or, or Jake meets Murder Falcon, and you know th- there's this uh, rift between worlds, and you find out that um, it's it, it's this world called uh, the Heavy, mm-hmm. and uh, all these creatures are manifestations of all of our bad feelings, mm-hmm. and everything bad in the world is manifested in these monsters, and there's this one uh, like big bad who's controlling everything, and the only thing, of course, that can combat this evil is music yeah well and, yeah you know <laughs> of course and um so so the first issue so that's where the first issue ends and then and then the next the subsequent issues is he's putting his old band back together um and, and these are bandmates that he ostracized uh and you see flashbacks because he he was sick and rather than like let people help him and comfort him he pushed them away you know kind of the same old song and dance um but he 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 puts his band back together. He he reconnects with his uh, his estranged wife, who like she's on board. She's like, I'm gonna help you. I'm your groupie, whatever. She's like, 
It's just it, 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 oh, and then they they meet up with a a band, uh, this like metal band from Finland. Uh, they they find their way to Tokyo and they they team up with the Tokyo Philharmonic Orchestra, <laughs> and I mean it's just like there's just so much crazy shit that's going on in this book. But that's but what it should be. It, it's just so Joy. much fun. It is. It's just yeah, and it's so much fun, and the art is just top to bottom, just amazing. Like I. I I can't recommend this book enough. Like I love it. I, I, I friggin' love this book. Man. So this just makes me want to extra never pick Doomsday Clock back up again, or or <laughs> any of like these other. Com- there's good comics out there. <laughs> there are so many good comics out there. There are. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't yeah. it shouldn't be a slog to go through something that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the reason why I never picked uh, I I was really um, I was really enjoying Better Call Saul, yeah. like for example, and I know that it's good, and people still tell me that oh, it's, it's good. Oh, it's fantastic! Sorry, I yeah. know, I know, but, <laughs> I, but for some reason, I always find myself like with Dan with Murder Falcon. It's it's that sort of situation where you feel bad as a person because it's like I know that I enjoy this. I <laughs> yeah. know that it's. I know that if I take a nap and eat better, yeah. I will feel better as a person. <laughs> yeah. But I can't bring myself <laughs> to mm-hmm. to do it. We should be just following our bliss more often yeah. and putting down the books that are bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, it's like, that, yeah. That's definitely something that it took me a long time to learn that because I, I feel like especially for comics when you you know when you're you're collecting um, a book for a long time and, and this was mm-hmm. I, I feel like especially harder you know um in the like the 80s and 90s leading up to when everything was getting canceled and rebooted mm-hmm. oh, yeah. when you were you know you had these really high legacy numbers uh and maybe you had been collecting like Daredevil oh, yeah. for 10 years and you had a whole like you had long boxes full i mean and i'm sure there would be like a, a an issue or maybe like five issues that you're like man this really sucks yeah i hate this artist i hate this writer but mm-hmm can't stop now mm-hmm. what am i gonna i can't have a gap <laughs> and i, I and it's my favorite character and i i, I want to keep going and you know you just feel like you feel trapped yeah you know, no but, I, but yeah. now i don't like i don't know i don't feel that anymore i don't it I'm probably not. digital like you said probably helps because you're like yeah. you, you, it's yeah. not like you have a physical collection anymore it's just right. like eh. that's the thing that made me drop out with spider-man to be completely honest because spider-man's always been my boy mm-hmm. like uh, yeah that was that was always the one that like I collected that would like savagely like you know oh this is the thing but what what was the that one artist's name uh, Humberto Humberto Reynos yeah, yeah I I can't do it I no, hate his, his, his art. giant mouth yeah his that, and stuff jaws. like that well not only that but also the way he would draw Spider-Man would be like these giant with thick black yeah. like eyepieces with like the tiny little white things in here I'm like no I'm I can't yeah, he, physically he, look at this he it's did bothering. what the, the goblin stuff. The dance like Goblin Wars or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but like uh, that that Goblin design, I I do honestly well, yeah, like, yeah. but not in that style. It was just his like super exaggerated mm-hmm. kind of. I feel like in any other book, and I've seen him do some do some work for for the other books and other mm-hmm. characters where I thought that it really fit with yeah. that. But that no, that uh, that, that did not no, yeah, hit yeah. me right. Yeah, I, I felt the same way when when he was doing his, you know, like when he first came out and he was in like doing some stuff for like image and uh just some other like oh, yeah. creators or he was doing his own book or whatever that was fine and then when but when he started taking on like established characters i'm like i can't 
yeah do it. it's like so, uh you know one of the people that was in the running for the spider-man reboot whenever they did the um the mark webb one oh, um yeah. was actually wes anderson like they did try to like court him for like a short amount of time oh, that would be yeah exactly it's like no you're you're good and this is also good but are you necessarily meant for each other mm-hmm. yeah that, that's not saying I would not love to see like a Wes Anderson superhero film. Oh yeah, of course. Like you know, it, but it would have to be in his style, and it would probably yeah. be like his characters and something completely original. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that would be pretty amazing. <laughs> so all right, well I guess um that's probably a good place to wrap up. Oh. Yes. Um, we can uh, continue our conversation into the next episode. Um, sure. But this has been uh, episode. 310 of the Comic Book Pit podcast. I'm your host, Dan, and then on the couch, we've got uh, Jeremiah and Lane. Goodbye. Hello, goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.